What's going on there, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Blake's Take with me, Blake Neiman. And coming off their first series win, the Warriors were looking to keep the momentum going against Sweet Home. The opening game of this series was originally scheduled to be played on Monday, but due to rainy weather conditions, the game was then pushed back to Wednesday. For the majority of Game 1, it was pretty much a one-man show as Cameron Ordway was doing everything for the Warriors, both at the dish and on the mound. Through the first five innings, Ordway had all three of the Warriors' hits, both of their runs, and held the Huskies scoreless behind his phenomenal pitching. The rest of the Warriors' offense finally got involved in the sixth after Mason Stearns worked a walk and stole second to set up an RBI single for Ty May to tack on the third and final run for the Warriors. Ordway, of course, then closed this one out in the seventh to finish off the complete game in which he only allowed four hits, no runs, and had eight strikeouts in the win. The next day, the Warriors were faced with a tall task in a doubleheader at Sweet Home's place. Philomath appeared to be in good position after three innings of play as they were able to jump out to a 3-0 lead, backing up their ace, Skylar Brolin, who was locked in the zone as so it appeared. Unfortunately, things got away from Brolin in the bottom half of the third after several walks and some extra hit opportunities for the Huskies, which they took advantage of to put up six runs in the inning, which put the pressure on the Warriors to find a way to respond. Ty May responded in a big way, snagging a run right back with a solo shot in the fourth to make it a more manageable two-run game. The Warriors then followed that up with two more runs in the sixth after Alex Russell smacked a double to put himself in position for May, who was able to knock him in, and Chad Russell then followed up with a single that moved Mason Stearns into scoring position for me, and I luckily managed to bring him across with an RBI to tie the game at six apiece, sending this game into extra innings. With Flomath now being able to max out Sweet Home's ace, Russell Hawley, the bullpen struggled to keep the Warriors off of the scoreboard in the extra frame, where the Warriors put up a sixth spot thanks to seven walks and three wild pitches by the Husky bullpen, in addition to a two-run double by Stearns and a one-run single by May. While Sweet Home's bullpen struggled, the Warriors did not, as Braden Shank came through with a solid relief performance in which he gave up no walks and kept the Huskies off the scoreboard until the game had all but been decided in extras. For the Huskies to have to face this Warriors lineup for the third time in the span of two days after already exhausting their bullpen made for a difficult time on the bump in the series finale. The Warriors offense got right to it, hopping out to a 6-0 lead in the first two innings thanks to back-to-back doubles by Cash Lindsay and Logan Carter, a sack fly by Ordway, and a bases-loaded 2-out-2 RBI single by Stearns to round off the big inning. The Warriors then tacked on three more runs in the fourth and then added another in each the fifth and the sixth inning to jump out to a 9-1 advantage. The Huskies then made things interesting late in the game though after they put four runs across in the bottom of the sixth to make it just an 11-8 game going into the final inning. But just like in game two, the Warriors shut the door on any comeback hopes after putting up yet another crooked number with eight runs in the seventh inning to seal the 19-8 victory and the 3-0 series sweep. The Warriors are now back to a 500 record and have lots of positive energy going into a break in their league schedule. 
So hopefully they will be able to keep this momentum going. They're getting right back on the right track. Lots of uh, good stuff going defensively. They're playing much better and much uh, more to their level after struggling early on in the season in which they made several errors and averaged around five errors a game. And now they've limited it down to just one or two, possibly even clean slate of zero in a game. And their pitching is struggling a little bit as of late with finding the strike zone, but the defense is doing well in backing them up. And then offensively doing much better at their at-bat and they just got to keep this going and now they take a couple weeks off in the because Woodburn didn't have a team this year so they're not going to be able to uh, play them this year so which means that there's going to be a gap for the other while the other teams play their league schedule the Warriors will have this off week and they'll fill that with games against Banks and Blanchett Catholic as long as the weather holds it's expected to rain a lot this week so we'll see how it goes for them and lots of time for these pitchers to get their arms rested up and come out swinging in two and as we finished off the league schedule against very critical opponents in both Staten and uh, Newport as well as the sister series but the Staten and Newport series will definitely be this deciding factor in this season so hopefully they can keep it going you can keep up on all the Warriors baseball action and all the spring sports across PHS here on Blake's Take on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and or YouTube I hope you all enjoyed subscribe and like to stay up to date and I will see you all in the next one have a great day